Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. She actually asked me specifically, she's like, can you make a podcast episode on this topic? So that is why I'm here. We're going to talk about it. It is how do we stop binge eating because of how you look, because you feel so gross in your body. So let's get into it. Obviously, we know, you know, I know I had been in this exact same situation too, that it's just like so counterproductive, so self-sabotaging. It's so frustrating. Like, I know this is going to end terribly. Like, I'm going to end off better or worse off than I was before, but we still do it as if we don't know that, you know, stuffing our body with thousands of calories, it's going to make us feel worse at the end of the day. I've been there too, you know, stuck in that cycle of just feeling so shit about your body, so hopeless, despite as I was just constantly trying to lose weight, constantly on some sort of a diet 24-7, and then you're just like, you know what, fuck it, there's no point, I might as well just binge, like, what is the point of all of this restraint, all of this effort, nothing's working out, you know, I'm alone on this Friday night, whatever, let's just eat the rest of the ice cream. So let's talk about what we can do in this specific situation. I'm going to share five tips today. Tip number one is going to be this unsexy answer. It's definitely not a quick fix. It's not a nice little trick, but it is the most important one. And it's the one that I go on about on and on. It is prevention. So it's what we really focus on in the 30 day reboot course that main focus of let's get to the bottom of this issue instead of being like in this exact moment you know when I'm super emotionally charged what's that quick thing I can do to change this situation I will give some ideas for that but my view is we should put more effort into healing at the root so that it's less frequent less intense less likely that this feeling does even arise of like I hate my body so much, let me just binge eat. So yeah, instead of that one moment, you know, maybe those, that 10 minute interval in your day where you're fighting this desire, this self-sabotaging feeling of wanting to binge, spend the rest of those 24 hours minus those 10 minutes when you're less emotionally charged trying to solve this problem. And what could that look like? Well, If we're binge eating out of self-sabotage regarding our body image, regarding our weight, how we look, feeling super hopeless about that, I would spend more of your time improving your mindset towards your body, your beliefs, your thoughts about your body that are on repeat, that are making it just so natural for you to have this kind of thought of like, oh, I feel gross. I hate my body. I wish I was thinner. Everything would be better that way. Like, I might as well just binge eat now because it's all pointless. So spending time like seriously trying to change that mindset for that you guys know body love academy that's literally what it's all about so I would definitely check that out if you feel like this is the main root of your food issues and something else we do work on in body love academy which of course you can do on your own as well is releasing that link between 
how you feel about yourself, how you feel about life in general, like you're just your overall view of things, releasing that link between that and how much you weigh, what, you know, how many kilos you've gained this week or how many grams have changed overnight, what the scale looks like today to try to separate that as much as we can. And another thing is really loosening your definition on what you deem as acceptable or beautiful regarding your body. If we're so strict and it's like, I must look like this model, only then could I be like happy and content with my body. Everything else is just a failure and I have to change it. And if it's not changing fast enough, whatever, I might as well just binge. So really starting to be a little bit more compassionate and flexible, loosening that definition of what's good enough for you. Obviously, the goal would be, you know, there isn't that link of like, this within these boundaries, I'm good enough with the way I look and therefore like, I'm not going to binge. Obviously, we want to loosen that as much as possible so that you don't have that link. But I would just start off you know, if you have this really strict idea of like what's acceptable, just start by loosening that. Just, you know, like taking things one step at a time instead of making this 180 change. Another thing regarding your body image work is, and kind of linked to the definition of beauty, is just releasing some of that perfectionism around how you look as well. Do all of that kind of work that you would find in Body Love Academy so that when that thought of screw it, I look gross, I might as well just binge. When that thought arises, you are so much better equipped with this strong arsenal of tools to help you reason with that thought. And over time, so that that thought doesn't even arise or it comes up less because you've changed your perspective, your feelings, your beliefs around your body and how you should look, how you need to look, like loosening that and becoming so much more compassionate and flexible with yourself so that the idea of saying, ugh, I look gross, it doesn't even feel natural. That's not even coming up as much. So yeah, prevention is better than cure. And as someone who has been there struggling with my weight hardcore for years, I know that once you're at this point where, you know, the root of the problem feels like, you know, your body image and you need to be doing all this body image work. I know that once you get to this point, you're also probably causing some of your binging because of physical and mental restriction too. You probably got to this point where you're like, I hate my body, I feel so gross. I need to do this diet or this workout plan to compensate for all of this binging weight. I need to do something quickly, urgent, let's fix this. And that's all probably keeping the cycle going, feeding into it, fueling the fire. I know that when you feel unhappy with your body and you feel like there's no point, you've totally had to give up on this idea of how you thought you'd look, how you wanted to look at this point in your life, you start to take more drastic roots with food and exercise. So with that in mind, also continuing with the prevention is better than cure by healing at the root of the binge eating, the physical restriction side of things too, ensuring that you are really getting in three satisfying, balanced, delicious meals daily, at least, you know, give yourself one less reason to binge and give yourself a chance to be properly fueled, energized, enough nutrition, diversity of food, all of that, you know, the huge array of food that you can be eating 
get that in so that at least your mind is in a more stable place so that even if you are still struggling with body image and that thought comes up of like, ugh, whatever, fuck it, let's just binge, don't care. At least you're also physically in this place where you're not like dying for food too. Just, as I said, give yourself one less reason to binge. Also, from working with hundreds of women, I can safely say that the longer you go without binge eating, so really working on this prevention idea, your desire to lose weight, especially in that really drastic way, decreases. You start to feel a lot more stable, a lot less extreme, and it becomes less likely that 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 thought, that extreme thought of like, oh, whatever, don't care, let's just binge, less likely that that's going to take over you. Tip number two, now, so as I said, the tip number one was kind of like the most important one. Really, I would spend 95% of your effort doing that. The last four tips, they're kind of smaller things, but they could still really help you get just one of those small wins where you're like, okay, I didn't follow that self-sabotaging thought binge right now, this one time, like that's that's a win that gives you that sense of momentum, which is all going to help in this journey. So tip number two, imagine the next 24 hours after this binge, if you go down this route. This is a handy trick that one of my one-to-one clients has found really useful to, you know, pause in that run up to the pity binge, the I feel so gross, I might as well just binge thing. And imagine for literally 10 seconds, how is the next 24 hours going to play out if I go down this path? If you binge, yeah, you're probably going to get that short term, you know, dopamine spike, a bit of relief, a bit of pleasure by numbing out with all this delicious food, escaping this whole feeling of I hate my body. You know, you're going to feel disgusted afterwards. But even more, you're going to sleep really shitty tonight. You're going to wake up in a mood. Just, you're going to, you know, as soon as you wake up, you're going to remember, oh my God, yeah, I benched last night. I already feel gross. Why did I do that? You're going to feel sluggish and irritated during the day. You're probably going to cancel on plans that you may have had. Maybe you're looking forward to them. And you probably won't show up in your best form at work or school really just like asking yourself in that moment, do I really want to throw off another whole day at least? Because, you know, sometimes it it feels like it takes days to recover from a binge. One of my favorite questions from the 30-day reboot is to kind of ask yourself these questions, a bit of a reflective question is how can I love myself more in this moment? What do I actually need right now? Really tapping into what is going on? What am I really struggling with? What do I actually need? Like, what is actually going to help me? How can I actually love and care for myself in this moment? Once you've imagined how the next 24 hours might look, if you go down that binge eating path, explore, okay, what what might I actually prefer in this moment where I'm struggling? How can I be compassionate with this hurting part of myself? Something, again, from the 30-day reboot that I really love to, you know, introduce to people is that idea of, Tending to that five-year-old self, you know, that version of yourself who was so vulnerable and she was, you know, impressionable, taking in things from the world, understanding the world, that little version of yourself, she needed that support system, that rational, loving, compassionate voice in her ear, or even just that hug, you know, in that moment where you are feeling so down about your body, feeling hopeless, 
it sounds cheesy, but maybe it's literally just giving yourself, you know, especially if your love language is physical touch, almost giving yourself that hug, just caressing yourself, giving yourself the tenderness that you need in that moment. I'm going to pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, Why You're Still Binge Eating and How to Stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. Now tip number three is, you know, when you're in that moment about to binge because you don't see any point anymore, it feels like the end of the world, it feels like your life, your body is a disaster, it's all pointless, nothing matters. I've been there, I know how catastrophic the thinking can be, and after the binge too, almost even more catastrophic. This tip is really about starting to become aware of when you are sinking into that type of thinking, that catastrophic thinking, which is one type of thinking that's talked about in CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Starting to understand when you have this sort of problematic, harmful way of thinking. Even just the awareness of when this type of thinking is taking over is helpful. And the aim is to start to notice when you're thinking that way and then pulling the lens back, zooming out for even just a second and being a little bit more flexible and rational with your thinking. So we don't end up binge eating on thousands of calories just because, you know, we've gained a few kilos or just the way we look. Really practice noticing this type of thinking. It's like, okay, wait, what? am I doing right now? And even outside of binge eating settings too, whether it's, you know, at work, maybe you fumbled in a presentation and then you go into that spiral of catastrophic thing like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. I'm never going to get that promotion. My boss is probably going to fire me. We all do it from time to time. Just sometimes some of us do it a little bit more. And, you know, it's just not a helpful way of thinking at all. So how can we start to think and act for the middle ground a little bit more, whether it's, you know, regarding those thoughts. So going from, I'm a complete failure for gaining this weight. I might as well just eat the whole tub of ice cream anyway. Like I'm pathetic. I'm disgusting. I'm gross. Going from that to wait a second, actually in the scheme of things, this is just a bit of weight. Like it's literally something that can be temporary. I, I could in the long term actually even change this. It's not like I'm stuck this way forever. And even if I was, what is it at the end of the day? Like we're on a ball of dust flying in this galaxy. This is what I'm making the end of my world to be right now. What would actually be better for me right now? What would make me feel good right now? Or what do I need? So whether it's that regarding, you know, getting out of that catastrophic extreme way of thinking with your thoughts or with your actions too choosing to be more flexible with food choices 
finding that middle ground, allowing in more normal foods instead of surviving only on the two sides of the spectrum of just like, you know, salads with no dressing or a bowl of cookie dough. Really starting to help yourself find that middle ground will change everything. It helps you mentally feel so much more stable. Tip number four is to have a list ready. So in that emotionally heightened moment of I've gained so much weight, what's one more binge anyway? It's easy to get swept away with these thoughts, to let them take hold and to act upon them. Sometimes it can be hard to be that voice of reason when the devil on your shoulder is so loud and and you're in that habit of listening to it and just running with it. One of my past one-to-one clients loved having a list ready for these potentially difficult moments or making one in the moment, sort of like in the earlier moments of when that urge or even the thought of an urge starts to come up. There's just something about, you know, interrupting that automated flow flow, and writing down a plan of action or looking at it can really help get you out of your head, out of being swept away with those thoughts. So it could be having lists of things you can do in these self-sabotaging moments. Maybe it's a list of just reminders like, how am I going to feel in 24 hours if I binge out of body hate? It's a small thing, but it could really, as I said, help you even just one time not binge out of this feeling of body hate and give yourself just that one win, that one piece of proof that can help start to get the ball rolling, get some momentum building. Last tip. Actually, wait, I'm going to throw in one extra one right now that came to my mind. I'm not going to go into this one in detail, but it's just a reminder that when you're having this feeling of self-pity, hate my body, feel disgusting, what's the point? I would definitely urge you as well to try to feel this emotion. Well, what do we usually want to do? We want to escape this discomfort and just go quickly eat because it does relieve the pain temporarily. So I would definitely get you to start feeling that emotion. I'm not going to go into this in detail because one, it's in the 30 day reboot, like a whole framework of how to do this and a meditation. But two, it's also for free in the masterclass, how to stop emotionally binge eating. So I would definitely check that out. I almost didn't include it, did not include it in this podcast episode because it's, almost like the most obvious thing for me but that's just because I'm always teaching people about it so I realized it should be in here because it might not be obvious for everyone so I'll leave in the show notes obviously the 30 day reboot it's all in there and it's also taught in less detail in the free masterclass okay last tip which is a little bit generic because it's really about you finding the way that best works for you but here we go regain a sense of hope. So I say it's generic because I didn't give you an exact exact way to do it there, but obviously for everyone, it's going to be a different way to get that sense of hope. I'll give a little bit of ideas later on, but the idea is start doing what you can to regain hope that you're actually on a path towards healing. Because in those poor body image moments where everything just feels hopeless, pointless, it seems like the only way to any positive feeling, despite being short-lived, is a binge. It's just like, there's no way out. Like, there's nothing else I can do. Nothing is working. What you're really craving here is that hope. So if we could help you regain a sense of hope, it's going to help you out in this situation. 
you know, hope that there's a way out, hope that change is already happening, you're already seeing progress, hope that you're not going to feel this way forever. So start to think about what can help me feel a little bit more hopeful. Some ideas are, one, getting those small wins towards food and body image healing. So we've already talked about some ways to get that in this episode, like the whole prevention thing. Number two, tracking and celebrating that progress to remind yourself change is happening. It's so easy to not notice the positives, to not notice change. It's actually something I do with my one-to-one clients. As soon as we start working together, I track their wins. Like every time we chat or they write to me, I let I get them to share some of their wins with me from the week. And I literally write them in bullet points in a Google Doc for them that I share with them. And it ends up being pages long. And that's just for them to go back and be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, things are actually changing. It, it, and you know, because I always talk about these small wins. So, you know, the small wins, yeah, it feels good, but it's easy to forget them. So you've got to track them so that you can look back and be like, wait, I've done like a hundred small wins. That's a lot of wins. Change is happening. There's actually hope. Maybe if I just keep going like this, this feeling of like feeling disgusted in my body or this feeling of always wanting to binge, it's going to start dissipating. Maybe I don't have to do this. Number three, another way to regain hope is talking to others that have been where you've been and they've changed for the better. Just seeing, seeing to believe, essentially. Seeing that it's actually possible. So even when you're at the very start of your journey, it really feels hopeless. You're skeptical. Is the 30-day reboot going to actually work for me? Like, I'm different. I'm the anomaly. I know I had been there too, where you're just like, I'm the exception. Like, it's going to work for other people, but not for me. So even if you're at that most hopeless, skeptical, cynical point, see and talk to others that have been where you've been, that you actually see a lot of similarity in. And that's actually something that I love about all of these different food freedom accounts on Instagram. There's me, but there's hundreds of thousands others. And there's going to be someone, like even if I'm not the one for you, there's going to be someone else who you resonate with so much, even if it's just the way that they look or where they grew up, their star sign or the language, the emojis that they use. If you can see yourself so much in someone, the stories that they tell, you know, the anecdotes about their binge eating journey, and then you see that they actually change, it's like, whoa, this actually might be possible. I have a little bit of hope where I didn't before. So yeah, getting that sense of hope is going to help so much. Getting that sense of momentum as well, it just, it gives you hope that, okay, things are moving, like, we're not stagnant anymore, change is happening, we can do this. Seeing that light at the end of the tunnel changes the game. And, as you guys know, for help building up those small wins and seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, the 30-day reboot is there for you. We're going to help, you know, get to that root of the food and body issues and also help you with symptom relief as well. So, you know, while you're doing that deeper work, you're still seeing changes at the surface too. That's it for this episode. I hope this really helped you guys out and I hope you also have a lovely week ahead. See ya. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. 
It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you've got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.